the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Apollos, fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. Several congressional committees are racing ahead on their impeachment inquiry. During a two-week break, the chairman of three committees have subpoenaed Secretary of State Mike Pompeo to turn over documents related to their investigation by the end of this week. They'll also begin depositions of five State Department officials this week. And the House Intelligence Committee is moving full speed ahead. Chairman Adam Schiff says the committee will stay in Washington during the break, and he hasn't ruled out scheduling hearings on Capitol Hill as soon as this week. That is Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines. A man accused of driving an SUV through a suburban Chicago shopping mall facing a state terrorism charge. Police in Schaumburg announcing the charge early Sunday morning against 22-year-old Javier Garcia. Garcia also charged with felony criminal damage to property, scheduled to appear in bond court on Sunday. This is SRN News. We're facing culture attacks, both beyond and within our borders. Now is the time to rise up to protect our conservative values. On Tuesday the 22nd, Elder and Prager team up for the War for America's Soul Tour at the Crown Plaza Air in Bloomington. VIP tickets are already sold out. So reserve your seats before they're gone at am1280thepatriot.com. This event is supported by Serenity Home Interiors. The Patriots Book of the Month for September is a fantastic read for all ages by Fox News contributor and author Rachel Campus Duffy. Pulamu Wants to Be Lady Freedom follows a first-generation immigrant on her journey from indifference as a citizen to embracing her new home and finding pride in her nation. Visit am12athepatriot.com for your chance to win a copy. Let's look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. Chance of showers the rest of the day, high is 60. And we got Hour 2 of the Brad Carlson Show at the Narn next on The Patriot. for the Northern Alliance Radio Network and go launch sequence. Engineering, go flight. Master control, go flight. Studio engineer, go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast, we like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thank you as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org, and we are here to take your phone calls at six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Feel free to use hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow for any comments or questions. And if you'd like to uh, give us a shout on Facebook or even follow us, just go to Facebook, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and like our page if you haven't done so already. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, I've been doing this radio show for about uh, seven and a half years now, or eight and a half years, and the one thing I always say is uh, this has opened many doors for me to meet uh, personalities uh, 
whom I've long admired in my life. I just turned 50, lived in the Twin Cities my entire life, and obviously being a sports fan and uh, obviously a consumer of, of media and whatnot, I've gotten to meet a lot of the folks who've been on television and on radio whom I've long admired and have listened to and have watched. And one such individual is joining us in studio today. Uh, you may remember Tom Ryther. He used to be a sportscaster with five Eyewitness News back in the 70s, 1971 to 1978. Had a brief hiatus to Cleveland before returning to the Twin Cities in late 1979 with then WTCN-TV, which eventually became CARE 11. Tom worked there until 1991. When uh, he his contract was not renewed, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about that. I have a feeling. Uh, when I called Tom the other day to invite him on the broadcast, I told him, I said, Tom was like going back to my childhood. That voice, I'd, I'd remember it anywhere. So, Tom Ryder, honored to have you on the broadcast today, sir. How are you? Brad, I'm honored. Thank you very much for inviting me, and uh, this is a, a thrill for me. <clears throat> well, we wanted to have you on, obviously. Uh, I mean, I would have had you on any time, whether you wrote written a book or not. But we do at least want to get that out there. Uh, Tom's book is entitled... The Hummelsheim Kid, which is the amazing story of a broadcast journalist. And if you're wondering where the name comes from, that is the name of the street you grew up in St. Louis. Is that correct, Tom? Tiny little dead-end street, Hummelsheim Avenue. Or, it's really funny. It's listed as an avenue, but it's a dead-end. Mm-hmm. So I would just call it street. It was in a German-Croatian neighborhood and uh, 12 of the best years of my life. Now, when's the last time you uh, visited that uh, particular uh, Last Hummster? summer. I go there every year. Really? Okay. Yeah. My parents are, are buried at our family cemetery uh, near Dixon, Missouri, uh, okay. my my the Ryther family um, came from Ohio in 1865 at the end of the uh, the Civil War. Why I don't know. And they settled in Macon, Missouri. And then my great grandfather Orville Ryther moved to Dixon, and he became quite wealthy. He owned a bunch of farms, and he was a teacher. He was the postmaster, and uh, he uh, donated the land for the Seton Cemetery. Okay. So a lot of my family is buried down there. That's uh, where I will go someday. I hope that'll be. A long distance away, but um, as do we, yeah, we'd yeah, like to have Yeah, but it was this. This was uh, right after World War II that we moved in there. I just hit eighty-two. What are you, fifty? Yes, sir. I have socks older than you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that makes me feel good, Tom. Yeah, I mean, getting a lot of ribbing turning the big five. It was a milestone birthday, only because I remember vividly when my parents turned fifty. It's like, wow, that didn't seem that long ago. Yeah, when you hit eighty, and I remember how old they were. But yeah, exactly. Well, uh, I guess. Well, the first question I have is, you know, obviously there's a lot of fascinating tales in this book. Now, I remember your time, Tom, as sportscaster, like we said, with KSTP and CARE 11. Uh, I remember Bowling for Dollars. That was a fun show, and I remember you hosting that, and uh, that was a, it was a lot of fun to watch. And I remember you hosted, I think it was when you were with um, WTCN at the time, you were hosting a, a Vikings preview show. And I remember you read a letter I wrote to the show. You say, hey, write a letter, we'll answer. And Matt Blair, I don't know if he was your regular co-host. Yeah, but he was Matt on came it. on the show, a good guy. Yeah. yeah, and you read my letter. I don't remember what I asked, but uh, I think it was a, a something about a rule technicality or whatever. So, yeah, it, that, was a, that was a thrill for me. So. You'll get a kick out of this. Uh, Matt wanted to work in broadcasting, mm, one of okay. the nicest human beings I've ever met in my life. And he had a bad habit of saying, you know, you know, like say, like say. So, so when we'd practice, I had a ruler. And every time he'd say that, I'd smack him on the wrist, <laughs> hoping he wouldn't punch me. But he said, "Oh, keep doing that, keep doing that." Hey, but, you know, yeah, if he brings it, if he wants you to bring it on, you know, help him hone his skills. That's that's fantastic. Of course, I did the Bud Grant show for seven years. I did 110 shows, and that was that was really something. Well, Hall of Fame coach, how can you how, how can you go wrong with he that? He taught so. me a lot. Uh. He, he he taught me uh, it is not what you say or ask, but it's how you say or ask it, and what is to be gained by trying to humiliate someone. Mm-hmm. Now, if somebody made a bad play in a game. I would never shy away from that. Well, let's take, I think it was in 1987, the Vikings were playing for the NFC Championship at Washington. I remember. I was standing 
on the sidelines with Fran Tarkenden and Joe Theismann standing mm. right next to me. And I knew both those. In fact, Joe had bought a, a very nice ink pen of mine, which I never got back. But I was standing like 20 feet away when that ball just skipped off of Darren Nelson's hands. Mm-hmm. And if he had caught that pass, he could have gotten a touchdown, maybe even the winning touchdown. So I go in the locker room. Instead of saying, well, how could you drop that pass? I just simply said, Darren, explain the play to me. Mm-hmm. What happened? Mm-hmm. Let him tell it, talk about it. Sure. Who am I? Could I be on the field with these guys? But I, I didn't chicken f- from asking tough questions, though. That's right. So uh, I remember that game well, and had he caught that, I, it wouldn't might not have been a touchdown, but it would have been a first and goal, had yes. a fresh set of downs. Yes. And uh, I remember they diagrammed that play. I, I'm a NFL junkie, and Daryl Green, who was the all-star corner for Washington, talked about it. He said, you know, Anthony Carter was supposed to run deep in the corner. I was supposed to follow him, but he cut off his route. Now, had he gone where he was supposed to, I would not have got back in time to hit Darren Nelson, and he would have probably caught that ball. So uh, if Darren could have, he could have thrown Anthony Carter under the bus. Who's well, to say, it, but... <laughs> it, just, it just flicked off of his fingertips. It did, yeah. It, but uh, I, a lot of great memories, that is for sure. I guess the uh, natural question you have, I mean, a lot of great memories. I, I can understand why you would want to write a book personally to maybe kind of document these memoirs for um, you know, family, friends, and whatnot. But I guess, what was the catalyst, Tom Ryder, for you wanting to finally uh, sit down and write this book? Well, I have a really fine uh, young gentleman. Well, young, as far as I'm concerned, everybody's young when you're 82. Jeff Lonto. He's a uh, publisher out of Minneapolis. He has a publishing company called Studio Z7. Okay. Studio Z says Z is in zebra. And he has published some wonderful books. And for 20 years, he's been trying to get me to write a book. And I'd been through that long trial that took six years that I had to finally go to the U.S. Supreme Court to win it in 1997. And I just felt it was time to to walk away from it and begin my new life out of broadcasting. Sure. So when uh, I've been out of broadcasting since 1992. And a lot of things have happened to me since then that I really feel were worth writing about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I when I lost my job in 91... Uh, I sold three-season rooms. I sold pork chops at county fairs, thinking about getting into that business. I sold boats. And then I got into selling metal fabrication for ELO Engineering out of Fridley, a great company. And people would say to me when I'd walk in, what do you know about metal fab? Enough to keep you happy as my customer. Because I sold radio advertising in my career. And that was a great experience for me because I always felt if you believe in what you're selling Mm -hmm. and it's a good product or service, go out and do it. I bought a truck. I helped deliver parts. But then, and I built up within a year and a half, I was doing billing over a million dollars a year. Mm. But I, I, I opened a lot of doors because people knew my name. But when they found out that I would really keep them happy as my customer... I would I would take the plans to our engineers. They would look at it, give them a price. Well, anyway, that was that was a great experience, and I've done so many things since I lost my job uh, that I felt worth writing about, and I'm really glad that I waited. But Jeff finally talked me into it. I spent the entire winter writing it. I uh, he he designed it, and uh, and he he does a, a beautiful job of designing books. He did the cover, he did the back, he did uh, were a lot of photos in the book. Yes, and he is—he's uh, just come out with another book about the history of the Grain Belt Brewery that is a masterpiece. Uh, he's done a, a lot of things. I just wish we had the money to go out there and publicize these things that he's done. But I have to say this: I didn't do this for money. I think if I'd have written the book twenty, twenty-five years ago, yes, I could have made some money. Sure, I just wanted to get my story on the record. 
And uh, we will talk uh, <clears throat> about many facets of the story. Obviously, the, the lawsuit which you alluded to is a uh, uh, age discrimination suit when your contract was not renewed at CARE 11, 91, 92 time frame. So I, I remember vividly when that trial was going on, and I uh, we'll, we'll save that for later in the show. But I did want to uh, share with the listeners. Now, obviously, you first came to the Twin Cities in uh, 1971 with uh, right. KSTP-TV. Uh, a lot of people may not know this, but they will if they get the book, <clears throat> hint, hint. Uh, you actually didn't spend your entire news career in sports. You were a hard news anchor, is that correct? Oh, uh, absolutely. That? I, I spent 11 years in radio. Uh, my first job in radio was at KBIA while I was a student at the University of Missouri for 50 cents an hour. Mm. And those who heard me thought I was overpaid. <laughs> okay. my, my only claim to fame is I did engineer a show for the great Paul Harvey one day. That was an experience. Oh, I bet. But I, but I broke into radio uh, my freshman year. I, I, I had to get a job. My family was we were going through some financial problems, and I worked on a, for a construction company, McDonald Engineering. We were building silos for the Alpha Portland Cement Company, and they offered me an opportunity to go to the University of Chicago and get an engineering degree, all expenses paid. I am the worst person in the world at mathematics. Okay. <laughs> and and I, 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 I was around during World War II. I was born in 1937. And I can remember every day we'd be either reading the newspaper or listening to the radio about World War II. I became a news junkie at age four. Wow. And it's continued all these years. So I, in radio, I spent 11 years doing news doing sports, selling advertising, signing on at 4.30 in the morning, all of that. And uh, I, my first job when I got out of the Army, when I got out of Missouri, I went into the Army for six months, and I, I was assigned to the 1st uh, Infantry Division at Fort Riley, Kansas. Great experience. Spent six wonderful years with the Reserves. Then I got my first job at Jackson, Tennessee, doing news and sports. I replaced Wink Martindale as the morning disc jockey. I remember Wink. Tic-tac-doe. That's right. <laughs> One he of my be- favorite game shows. He became friends with uh, Elvis Presley, and Elvis furthered his career. Heard of Elvis, but too. But I only spent two and a half months at that radio station. I found out there was an opening at WIBV Radio, Belleville, Illinois. It's a suburb of St. Louis. <laughs> okay. 5,000 watts. they just gone full-time. So I went up there, and I really I, I, I had a lot to do with building their news department, and their sports department, and uh, was there for seven wonderful years. And uh, it gave me the background for when the door opened for me to do major market television. I went over to KPLR-TV in St. Louis, one of the, the greatest independent stations in the country. They were beginning a news operation. I started as a reporter, and then I wound up anchoring and became news director. And uh, th- they didn't put the money in it that, that they should have. Now, today, they could have who knows, Ben Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were an independent. We had to depend upon film from UPI, United Press International. But I had a good sports background. I, I don't want to brag, but I'm still I'm in my high school athletic hall of fame. I, I still have the record for most wins at Bayless High School in St. Louis. And they, they've been doing sports for 120 years. Although, uh, that's, uh, although those were great days. But then I thought, well, I've got this sports background. I, I played on a uh, on a state tournament basketball team, mm-hmm. starting guard and the conference champion. I did miss two free throws to keep us from going to the Missouri quarterfinals. My friends always remind me of that. So I thought, well, okay, so I sent out a bunch of tapes. I sent out news tapes, and I sent out um, sports tapes. And KSTP gave me a call. And I came up here, and I talked to them. It's a great station, still is. Uh, they're, they're trying to dig their way back to the top. Sure. And I was very lucky to be with... Barry Zavan, Ron Majors, later Dr. Walt Lyons. And in the mid-1970s, we moved from 
deep second to WCCO to number one with a 51% share of the audience. Wow. That's a national record. Yes. Now, no station will ever break that because of everybody's splitting the pie now with uh, some of the so-called Internet news that you have on. Sure. It makes me sick every time I try to read that stuff every day. It's so pointed to the left, I can't stand it. So, I mean, I, I spent really uh, seven good years there, and then I went to work for NBC uh, in, in Cleveland at um, really a wonderful people. I had the great Paul Warfield on my staff. Hall of Fame wide receiver, yes. Uh, Cleveland Browns, Miami Dolphins, and um, then I had Joe Castiglione, who is in his thirty seventh year as voice of the Boston Red Sox. And I, but I had great members on my staff at KSTP. I had Ed Caro, Denny DeGrazel, fantastic uh, photographer. Uh, I was very lucky, but I know talent. And, and uh, and when I say I hired Bramer, I think that was a find. I also. Found and hired Jeff Passo. Dick Dick Bramer, Twins announcer. Dick Bramer. Okay. Dick Bramer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I mean, look what he's done. He's done okay. Yeah, he yeah. didn't like the fact that I sent him to the North Stars, but I told him, you're a play-by-play guy, yeah. not a studio sports guy. Well, who can say I was wrong? I had, um, we have Bob Hagan, who's the PR guy for the Vikings. Viking, yeah. He was my intern, Rob Antony, on the executive board of the Minnesota Twins. He was Janie Helmke. She was told that women don't belong in the sports department. I hired her anyway. She was a great producer and became news director at Channel 11. We are uh, hearing a lot of fantastic uh, stories from Tom Ryder, uh, former Twin City sportscaster with uh, KSTP-TV as well as CARE 11. And his new book, The Hummelsheim Kid, is out, and it is available. Uh, you can go to bradcarlson.org, where I've linked to it, to where you can purchase it. And uh, we're going to have a book to give away, too. You want to want a copy of Tom Ryder's book, The Hummelsheim Kid? Call in right now, 651 651- 289-4488 is the number to call. And we'll be back in mere moments with our discussion with the aforementioned Tom Ryder. Go nowhere. San Francisco Bay. Rolled off of the ship. I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at INeedMoreHair.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personalities a full head of hair they can do the same for you their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business if you have hair loss don't put this off another day contact i need at their office in egan for your free consultation experience you can trust prices you can afford today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at i need Hi, this is Tim. And this is Lee. And we're the Kingdom Builders. You've often heard us talk about our theme verse, Colossians 3.23. Whatever you do, work heartily, as for the Lord and not for men. We want to be as perfect as possible, but we realize nobody's perfect all the time. For example, we just did a roof for a lovely family here in the Twin Cities area and asked him how things went, and he said, the crew was uh, kind enough to move my barbecue grill off of the deck when we were doing the tear-off so we wouldn't get debris down on his barbecue grill. After the roof was complete, they put my barbecue grill back on the deck but they got the grill backwards. The knobs were on the wrong side. <laughs> and I had to remind them, hey, Mark, we're not great barbecue grillers. We're just great roofers. We can't guarantee we're going to get your grill in the exact same position on the deck when we're finished, but we can guarantee the workmanship that we do on your roof for the life of the products. 
If you'd like a no-obligation estimate or evaluation on your roof or gutters, please give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. Social Security is with you through life's journey. Get to know us at socialsecurity.gov. We are there, day one, with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there as you grow, protecting you and those you love. We are there when you get your first job, helping you to save for the future. We are there when you marry your sweetheart to help secure your new life together. We are there if the unexpected happens, to help you see life from a new perspective. We are there when you start your next chapter to make sure you get off to a great start. And we are there when you lose your soulmate to help make sure you will be all right. We are with you through life's journey, Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us and see what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Welcome back, Am Twelve Eighty, the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another segment on the broadcast. We'd like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. Is that Ed? So, someone win the book? Yes, someone won the book. Okay, is that who won the book? Vincent from St. Paul. Vincent, congratulations. Uh, wins a copy of the book entitled The Hubblesheim Kid, The Amazing Story of a Broadcast Journalist. It is a memoir by our guest, Tom Ryder, uh, reminiscing about a lot of uh, great uh, personalities that Tom has come across. Uh, you got to get the book just for the anecdotes of how he's uh, been able to interview three different presidents, uh, play around or uh, nine holes of golf with Stan Musial, uh, uh, even saw Babe Ruth in person one time. Yeah, you want to get uh, Tom's microphone up here? Uh, uh, okay, uh, Tom is up. We don't want to cut the guest off the uh, microphone. So. <laughs> well, some people have. No, we, we don't do that here, Tom, either. So, well, we talked a little bit about your career, obviously, here in the Twin Cities with KSTP and CARE 11. Um, I I haven't done the research, but I have to believe you were probably the only individual to work with both Ron and Paul Majors. Ron Majors at KSTP. And Paul Majors at Care Eleven. Uh, any uh, any similarities, differences that you could draw draw between the two brothers? Uh, I'll tell you what, two peas in a pod. Good looking guys, they smart are. guys, mm-hmm. and really knew what they were doing. Both and look, recently look, retired themselves. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, look what they did. Uh, we at uh, in let's see, in 1971 when I came up here, KSTP was a distant second. They had been number one for years, and then Dave Moore came along. God rest his soul, one of the greatest people I ever met, and. Mr. Hubbard, the senior Mr. Hubbard, who founded KSTP back in 1948, um, he didn't want to be in second place, so he replaced the the news team, and it was uh, it was Ron Majors, the one and only Barry Zavan, who wrote something beautiful in my book, along with Ron Yeri, uh, NFL Hall of Famer. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Kenny Resnick, WWF. I helped Kenny get his first job in broadcasting. Jerry Burns wrote something funny in there. Joe Castiglione, the voice of the Red Sox, um, um, and my old teammate, Sonny Siebert went on to pitch uh, and won 140 games in the big leagues. Yes. But, uh, no, I've, I've done a, a lot of things, but I was more than a sports guy. There's nothing wrong with being a sports guy, but I always considered myself to, re- to be a newsman first. Sure. And I didn't ever want to – I'm not a good loser. 
In fact, did you, the, did you read in the book where I accidentally helped solve a murder? <laughs> yes. Oh, That's my goodness. Yes. That's a fact. I, I, uh, and when I was working for KPLR-TV in St. Louis. Tom Ryder, like, CSI. There you go. Well, <laughs> but, I, but my, my cameraman, Clint Crandall, had been a St. Louis policeman for 17 years. So we're covering this murder in Mascouda, Illinois. <laughs> Two teenagers had been in a lover's lane. This weirdo comes along, shoots the boy has sex with the girl, shoots her. Mm-hmm. And there's a book out about that written by the the victim's brother called uh, Bad Moon Rising. Mm. And it's a good book. So I didn't, I wasn't close to the bodies, but I was about 100 feet away. I'll never forget the sight. So Clint, my camera guy, says, let's, we have time. Let's go knocking on doors to some apartments and trailer courts just for the heck of it. Mm. So we did that. And we were <laughs> we were fishing a dry hole until we went to a trailer park. And the guy's name was Perry Wilson. How do I remember that? But, And he said, we did have a weirdo staying here in that trailer right over there. But ever since news broke of these murders, he's gone. So we got inside the trailer, and there were cigarette butts and whatever. So I forwarded that information to the St. Clair County Police Department. They tracked him down. It was His name was um, uh, Wayne Stauffer. They caught him in California, brought him back. And before he could go to trial, he died in prison. I only wish he had lived in prison to where they could have executed him, because I'll never forget the sight. Mm, but yeah. it's just one of many okay. things that I experienced. It's not like, oh, look what I did. When I look back, I say, did I do all those things? I really did, and I'm I'm really proud of it. And we've I know we've briefly alluded to, you've had the opportunity to uh, uh, talk to three different presidents, including John F. Kennedy before he was president, when he was a senator. And you, I, I remember the portion of the book, you wrote this for... Uh, University of Missouri, when you were attending there, uh, about meeting a Senator John F. Kennedy, and they spiked the story because nobody knew who he was, Tom Ryder. Uh, That's exactly right. Pretty wild. Well, we were guests, myself and uh, another student at the U, Fred Marshall, uh, and I'd read an article in Life magazine that had Kennedy's picture saying he was up and coming, uh, somebody to be watched. So we're standing right outside the Senate chambers in 1958, and uh, he walks out of there, and he's talking to some other senators. So I thought, I'm going to go over and introduce myself. So I did, shook his hand, couldn't have been any nicer, spent about 15, 20 minutes with him. And just the things that I wanted to find out, what do you want to accomplish in politics? It's probably the best question that I asked. I was never afraid to ask questions. Sure. And if you get no, keep digging, you know. So I wrote this really nice story, and they didn't run it. And in later years, when uh, after Kennedy was assassinated in 1960, uh, 63, November of 63, Mm -hmm. And I was on the air the day that that happened, doing a radio show. Mm, Never wow. forget that. So Johnson gets to be president. He's now running for re-election in 1964. He comes to Belleville, 10,000 people in the town square. Uh, we're, we're covering it live. We had all the greatest live equipment. And then this huge limo, some guy says to me, young man, a long time ago, could you get in our car and find your radio station on the dial? In the back seat was Lady Bird Johnson. The man who called me in was Governor John Connolly. Mm-hmm. His arm was still in the sling. He was sitting in front of Kennedy on the day Kennedy was That's killed. Right. And, he, and he got a part of the shell in his arm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, so I tuned in, 1260 on the dial. How much is it worth to you if I tune in the radio station for yeah, you? Yeah, and I said, could you get me a one-on-one with the president? Aha, uh-huh, we and see what did. the price is, yes. And he did. <laughs> and uh, it, was, it was good. And in later years... Johnson, when he was out of the presidency, came to Hudson, Wisconsin, with Daryl Royal, the coach at Texas, to pay homage to Jim Bertelson, the great football star from Hudson High School, okay. who was a star at Texas and the L.A. Rams. So I, I was the only reporter that, that knew about that. I went over there, got an exclusive, and I was able to ask him when it was done, 
when we did the interview because I was in the 892nd Transportation Company in 1966, and we were ticketed to go to Vietnam. Mm. Never once thought of not going, unlike Bill Clinton, who snaked his way out of it. Uh, I was with a great bunch of Illinois farm boys, I thought, and I was a sergeant at the time. So I asked Johnson. At the last minute, he decided not to send us to Vietnam. We were at Camp McCoy. We were going to go to Fort Campbell, Kentucky, and to Vietnam. At the last minute, he didn't send us. So I said, first of all, when I was finished with the um, sure. interview, he had a beer. I had a beer. I said, I'd like to thank you for not sending my unit over to Vietnam, but none of us ever thought of not going. Mm-hmm. And he didn't know what to say. He just kind of, but I hate to say this. I kept thinking while I talked to him, would I buy a used car from this guy? Mm-hmm. And then when I was news director of KPLR TV in St. Louis, I was in an executive news conference with uh, President Richard Nixon. Mm. And a couple of weeks before that, I interviewed Spiro Agnew, the vice president. But every, you know, and, and really Nixon was kind of, a, I don't know, very moody and he was in a, not in a good mood. But the, what really gets me about Nixon is here is a guy who got us out of Vietnam, who established detente with China. Mm-hmm. But everybody wants to remember Watergate. Of course, yeah. You know, and, and things haven't changed. Look what they're trying to do to Trump now. The drum keeps pounding and pounding and pounding. And if, if you've seen the latest, I'm sure you have, the uh, favorability of the U.S. Congress, 11%. Oh, yeah, that's standard favor. How can you like, like Adam Schiff, Nancy Pelosi, Schumer, uh, Nadler? I mean, it's barf time with those guys. And the amazing thing about that is uh, it's kind of a, a l- little digression here, but you talk about Congress, you know, they're they're playing these clips of these same individuals, Schumer, Pelosi, Nadler, all talking in, about uh, the impeachment proceedings against Bill Clinton about uh, – you know, how this is not good for the country, it's not politically wise, yada, yada, yada. And, and the first thing that comes to my mind is like, my God, these people have been in Congress for decades. You know, there's, that's I, right. I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of term limits, but goodness sakes, this was never meant to be a career at the same time. I, I don't like that the representatives have to serve two years uh, because they're campaigning all the time. Oh, yeah. And no trying question. to raise money. I really think it should be like three. And I go along with six years in the Senate. I go along with four years in the presidency. But I, I somehow think that maybe term limits might be in order. It's a, something that's bandied about once in a while. We'll see if it ever yeah. gets any traction. Here with Tom Ryther. He, the former Twin City sportscaster, KSTP and KA and CARE 11. Uh, he's been all over, as you could uh, ascertain, but uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, his uh, big lawsuit that was filed back in 1992 and uh, no holds barred, as you could probably expect in his book, The Hummelsheim Kid. Tom Ryther, back in mere moments on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. CBS Tonight. Welcome back. The hit drama God Friended Me returns. Do I have a story for you? It started with a friend request from God. Someone calling themselves God sent me your name. Do classic God accounts. Now they're helping people. I can't just sit back and do nothing. There must be something I can do. One text at a time. When you see what the God account can do, nothing will seem impossible. The new season of God Friended Me. If you want to hear more about that, you're going to have to tune into the second season. It all starts CBS Tonight. Have you heard about ImplantMiracle.com? It's the local dental office where beautiful, top-quality, long-lasting dental implants cost as low as $2,499 per tooth. Why is that such a big deal? Because when many other places charge $4,000, $5,000, even $6,000 per tooth, our price, as low as $2,499 per tooth, is a great, great deal. Plus, at ImplantMiracle.com, your consultation with the dentist is free. Standard x-rays are free. 
if you don't have all of the money on hand right now, come in to see us anyway, because in most cases, we can provide very easy, very convenient payment options to fit your budget. So please, please do not overpay for dental implants. Instead, come to ImplantMiracle.com, where dental implants are affordable. You're going to love the way they look and feel in your mouth. For more information, please see our website, ImplantMiracle.com. That's ImplantMiracle.com. Hey, have you heard about the Arctic Spa's Spa Boy? No, tell me about it, eh? It's a salt system that monitors itself and chlorinates when the sanitation is low in your hot tub or swim spa. Oh, yeah. Well, I talked a lot with the other guys. They got salt systems too, eh? Yeah, but no other spa company can offer anything like Spa Boy. By monitoring itself, the chlorine can be lower all the time, so our Minnesota skin doesn't have to be all dried out by the chlorine. Oh, yeah. Well, the missus was sure like that, eh? Yeah, it's insulated better than any other hot tub in the industry too it keeps your critters out it's got a five-day freeze guarantee it's the number one replacement spy in the industry oh that's a pretty big statement eh so that must mean that people who buy another tub usually end up buying an arctic eh? it's a pretty great hot tub plus with the spa boy salt system you save lots of money on skin lotion too. oh eh? you're always thinking dude visit premier pool and spa in chanassin today and see what makes the arctic so great for minnesota climates premier pool and spa where we take fun seriously premierpools.com When it comes to replacing your windows and doors, ignorance is not bliss. You only want to have to do it once, and you don't want to make a mistake. Great Plains Windows and Doors has been helping homeowners all over the Twin Cities with their replacement needs, utilizing the entire line of Anderson Core product, including the most popular 400 series, which contractors trust the most, and they're made right here in Minnesota. Now that sounds like bliss. For a truly remarkable experience, contact Great Plains Windows and Doors at greatplainswindows.com. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Closing out this edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network programming. You can catch my friend and colleague King Bannon on our sister station, AM fourteen forty, the Businessman. He's on Saturdays nine to eleven AM for the King Bannon Show. And my friend and colleague Mitch Berg on these very airwaves, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Saturdays from one to three p.m. He is the headliner edition. I am the closer, closing out weekends, Sundays one to three, right here in AM twelve eighty. And here to take your phone calls at six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Feel free to weigh in via Twitter hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N A R N Show for any comments or questions. Uh, thoroughly enjoying our discussion with Tom Ryder, former Twin City sportscaster, was with KSTP from seventy one to seventy eight. And with WTCN, and then eventually, I remember when it was WUSA, and then CARE 11, yeah. from about the late 70s until 1991, uh, talking about uh, his memoirs, The Hummelsheim Kid, The Amazing Story of a Broadcast Journalist. Now, Tom, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask, how can people get a copy of this book? Can they go to any bookstore, Amazon? I know Studio uh, Z7 has copies. Or where can they purchase a copy Well, of we, it's on Amazon, but they want way too much money for it, because they want a big cut of it. You know, <clears> of course. The best way to get it is go through StudioZ7.com. Okay. Okay. And it sells for about $16 plus mailing. And uh, I haven't talked to anybody who has disliked the book. Other than Sid Hartman, I was not very flattering to right, Let me tell you something. Uh, yeah, I, here. I, I, I actually, uh, it's funny story about Sid Hartman, my own personal interaction with him. The first time I met him, uh, I don't know if you remember when WCCO did the Sid Hartman Soundalike contest. So what yeah. they did is they had people, they had people call into a telephone number. You leave a voicemail with your best Sid Hartman impersonation. They take the eight best 
And then they do the Sid Hartman Sonalike contest at the fair. And out of those eight, they pick a final three and have a championship round. So I made the first eight. So I got to go to the state fair, and we were sitting back in the WCCO booth at the state fair, and the promotions guy is telling us about how it's going to go, what we're going to do. And Sid comes in like a bull in a china shop, like he's wont to do. And the guy basically stops and looks at Sid because he's trying to talk to the contestants, and Sid kind of interrupted him. And Sid goes, what are you looking at, a-hole? Is this guy married to a beautiful woman, married to an a-hole like this? You believe that? You know, just ripping on the guy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Charlie Boone of Boone and Erickson, they were both there. And, of course, these are heroes of mine because they got they closed mine schools. Too. Mine, they, too. They closed schools, you know, the school closings. Right? Right. Boone and Erickson. So Charlie Boone says to us contestants, he says, I want you guys to enjoy this because I have a feeling this might be the final ever Sid Hartman Satellite Contest. And it was. And also, you know, Sid's getting up there, getting up there in years. 99 now. I don't think he likes coming out to the state fair that much anymore, so enjoy it because he's not going to be out here that much longer. That was 24 years ago. Yes. He's yes. still doing it. He's in, he's indestructible. Well, when I came up here in 1990, uh, 1971, I was doing the Bud Grant show mm-hmm. and, a, and a bunch of others. He's a close personal friend of Sid. I don't know if Sid's ever mentioned that. Bud Grant's a close personal friend of his. I yeah. don't know if he's mentioned that, Tom Ryder. Well, but, uh, <laughs> I, I had done the Bud Grant show. He didn't like something that I said. I'd never met him. So the following day, Bud is giving a news conference at uh, the Holiday Inn in Bloomington. And, of course, I went to that. And I hear him bad-mouthing me. Across, and i just gotten here across the room. I thought, this guy's talking about me. So I walked over. I said, I don't know who you are, which was that Uh-oh. that killed him. That's your first mistake, Tom. Right and there, I yeah. said, but if you got something to say to me, <laughs> you say it to my face. And I, that's the last thing I ever said to the guy. And for 22 years, he tried to get me fired. He called the Hubbards, although Stanley denies it. But Sid St- does, too. Yeah, well, yes, Sid does, too. But neither of them are close friends of the truth. And uh, then when I went to work for uh, NBC, he calls up uh, his uh, sports writer friends for the Cleveland Plain Dealer, and they're writing bad things about me before I even went on the air. So I come back to, uh, came back to Channel 11. At that time, WTCN, and, um, and then we became WUSA, and when Gannett bought us in 1983, right, and they that. really made us, I mean, I-, I talked about Ron the other day, Paul Majors was our anchor, Paul Douglas, the weather, and Diana Pierce, uh, the woman anchor, she's wonderful. Great lineup. And, and I was honored to do the sports. We went from the worst ratings in America in a major market to number one, mm. and, and, and see Gannett Bought us in 83, and in July of 87, we became number one. So look what the Majors boys did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was really lucky to be a part of some winning teams, and um, it, it, it just, uh, I, like I wrote in the book, it's better than pitching a no-hitter because I did throw three of them when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, and and you uh, got the Hall of Fame chops in your high school to prove it, Tom Pretty Rather, proud so. of that. Yeah, absolutely. It's not bragging if it's the truth. That's what no, I always I, say. No, it yeah. is the truth. I can't believe I did it. But. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, you know, we talk about you know your time at CARE 11, and obviously this was a big news story, uh, certainly here in the Twin Cities, and of course it got some national pub. After, in 1991, your contract was not renewed, and the news director uh, a lady by the name of Janet Mason decided that they were not going to renew your contract, and you decided at age 54 at the time to file an age discrimination suit, which you had to win multiple times. Five before times. Ultimately, uh, you prevailed over, what, six years, something like that? It was, uh, well, we filed suit in 1991, and we won <clears throat> it on uh, June 17th of 1997 mm. at the U.S. Supreme Court. Okay. Had to win five times. Well, Janet Mason and I never got along. 
Uh, she was terrible on the air. She was a reporter. So when Gannett came in, they realized Tom Kirby, a wonderful news director, uh, he pulled her off their air and, and he put her on the desk and the, on the moving news cars around. So I'll remember, never forget sitting in Tom Kirby's room with Paul Majors. And we said, well, uh, see you move Janet off the air. Well, let's face it, he said, she's the worst I've ever seen on the air. Wow. So we, so, but she's good at moving news cars around. Okay. And she, we, we never got along. We never got along. So when we became number one, things happened. Joe Fransgrove, a great general manager, he went back to Denver because his wife wanted to go back to Denver. Tom Kirby was offered the general manager's job in Oklahoma City. And in comes Linda Rios-Brook, probably the least knowledgeable person I've ever seen walk into a TV station. She hated men, and uh, and she told a lot of the men people, you better behave yourselves or you're out of here. Mm. She made Janet news director. Okay. And when that happened, I knew that maybe my days were numbered. She tr- she made it so tough on me. For instance, I had to go down to Disney Studios in Orlando to do a promo with Bob Costas and uh, Dick Enberg. Mm. Okay. So I'm sitting there like a bump on a log. And my name is never mentioned. I had no lines to read. Finally, Costa says, I'm not doing this unless Tom gets to say something. Yeah. Well, that was the tip-off. <clears throat> and then my son, Tommy, who I'm very proud of, he's been with WCCO Television for 20 years as their uh, sports video guy and editor, won three Emmys. Tommy, uh, they wanted to hire Tommy as a, as a photographer at Channel 11, and Janet Mason blocked it. Mm. That was my tip-off. So finally, I, I went up to the uh, the idiot general manager, Linda Rios Brook, and I said, "Be honest with me. What what is that? What? Because I'd never been fired before. Should have been a few times. Be honest with me. Well, we're not going to renew your contract. So I had a meeting with Janet and some other guy. I don't know. And Janet says to me, "How does it feel to be a failure at age fifty four? Wow. So I walked Ouch. out to my car, and I'd never thought of suing until she said that, and I called a lawyer. I called Janet uh, uh, Robach. Robach was her last name. Okay. And um, was the same lawyer that our program director had hired after Linda Riosbrook fired him. Mm. And he got a nice payout. So I thought, you know, I'm not going to let these people just sit, sit there and do this to me. So we prepared for quite a few years. We went to trial in 93. I won. Judge David Doty was the judge at the Minneapolis Federal Courthouse. And we won that case. And in fact... Donna Robeck, Donna, she called me. She said, guess what? The jury wants to see a computer. They want, they want a computer. Oh, that's good. That's, something's going on. So we win the case. And they appealed, saying that Judge Doty didn't know what he was doing. So we waited another year, and Doty turned around, and he, he won that, won that appeal, and then doubled the amount to $1.6 million. $1.6 million. And so now they appeal again to the Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals, and that's a three-judge panel that was in the St. Paul Federal Courthouse. And I won that two votes to one, Judge Loken, a Republican. And I'm a, I'm a conservative, mm-hmm. but he asked some of the most stupid questions. He said, well, Harry Carey's been around a long time, and it's a different deal, play-by-play guy and a studio sports guy. <laughs> yeah. And I was still the second highest rated sportscaster beneath the great Mark Rosen. Mm-hmm. So and and way better rating points than either Jeff Passold or Randy Shaver. But I was fifty four and uh, so Janet uh used that as but I'll never forget her saying, How's it feel to be a failure? So then they appealed and bank 
to the 12 member entire Eighth Circuit. They all had to come to St. Paul. I won that nine to three. So now we go again to the U.S. Supreme Court. Four judges have to say that we want to hear this case. They couldn't get the four. And on June 17th of 1997, I won the case and it was over. They could no longer torture me. And, um, but you know what? At the time, my mother was dying. Uh, I was going through a divorce, and I was losing my job. But you know what? I, I could have just say, oh, poor me, poor me. But I'm really proud that I didn't do that because I went into business and uh, and wound up being pretty successful. Now, an interesting fact, or maybe not a lot of people knew this, uh, uh, both Randy Shaver, uh, who's still there now at a news anchor at CARE 11, and Jeff Passold, who... Uh, after he didn't get the sports director job, uh, moved on to Denver, came yes. back, and was the sports uh, news anchor for uh, Fox 9 until he retired just earlier this year. Uh, you didn't have a lot of flattering things to say about those gentlemen in your book, Tom, right? Well, I, I was surprised I, to read that. I gave Jeff his, his shot out of St. Cloud State. I liked him. Mm-hmm. I thought he had promise. <clears throat> he was a good, good guy. Yeah, nice head of hair and nothing else. Yeah, well, I did too, but that's gone. Yeah, <laughs> I did once upon a time. Yeah, right. Doing. We're in the same club. Indeed, but, indeed. <laughs> but I uh, I used to do reports for NBC, and I got $150. And um, I would give that money to Jeff until we could afford to put him on the payroll. And I, and I kind of nurtured him and brought him along and whatever. And then he became friends with Tom Bernard, who was really a legend in the business. Mm-hmm. And he attached his wagon to Bernard, and he dropped me like a hot rock. Well, I guess the, the coup d'etat there, or the, the weirdest thing of all, in my trial at federal court, Jeff testified against me in my trial. Wow. And that, that, that's being stabbed in the back. And then uh, Shaver, who I hired out of Cedar Rapids, Iowa, mm-hmm. or someplace like that, I, it might have been Albert Lee, but he he kept running into Janet Mason saying, Ryther took an hour for lunch last night. He was on the phone all night. I broke so many stories, Brad. That's how I got my stories. That's how we communicate uh, back Always. then, I Work think. Work the yeah. phone. <laughs> Work the phone so so the people you're covering, mm-hmm. you're not a stranger to them. <clears throat> and uh, But it, what, it, where was he when I was on the air? I did cut-ins for K-102 sure. um, for a couple of years. So I'm in there at 7.30 in the morning, no, 6.30 in the morning, doing 7.30 and 8.30 cut-ins, and then I'm planning the day, and then I'm coming back. But but I, what I'm I'm proud of is that I went into that sports job as a newsman. Mm-hmm. I don't, my motto is, if you cover a story, I want to win that story. Sure. I, I don't want the, composition, the, the competition to beat me. And I would do everything I could to try to go a, a step further. I'll never forget. It's probably why Sid wanted you fired. He he was the master of breaking all the stories, according to him. He, he, I tell you, I pounded him into the ground right? as far as breaking stories. Uh. Okay. I mean, you know, you know, I'm a close personal friend of her, you know. And I That's always pretty do good, it. Tom. Well, yeah. I do. I always say, inter- interview as a baseball player, you know, uh, why is a baseball round? Wouldn't we be better with square? <laughs> be a little harder to catch that thing? You know? uh. no, but, but, yeah, you can be good friends with the people you cover. But I never heard the guy ever <laughs> ask a tough question, ever. Once again, we are here with uh, Tom Ryder, getting a lot of fascinating anecdotes. Uh, we've got one final short segment to go. Uh, 651-289-4488 is the number to call again. Tom Ryder, former Twin City sportscaster, talking about uh, many of his memoirs detailed in his book, The Hummelsheim Kid. Be sure to check it out, and we'll be back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. For me by the sea, I'll tell you AM1280, The Patriot. The world of business and investing is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the info? Most likely... 
you're not. Checking websites, reading trade magazines, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. That's where Business 1440 steps in. We're your on-air guide through the fast-paced financial and business landscape. Up-to-the-minute business and investing news. Streaming now at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Do you want exceptional convenience and still do business with a like-minded Minnesota company? It's not luck. It's Lucky Station Convenience Stores. Larry Elder here with Lucky's owner, Scott Stevens. We're a value-driven company that lines up with companies consistent with the Patriot. We're Minnesota-based. Well, in some ways, we are David against Goliath. We have to work harder. Often, we're going against international corporations. These are major, large corporations, and we have all the products you're going to find in any of our competitors. I think we offer a sense of appreciation. We find that good customer service in a small neighborhood environment works pretty well with us and that's our focus we treat our people well and we hope that that carries over to the customer we want you to come in check out our stores find where we're at on the map mention you heard us on the radio you'll get any size fountain or coffee drink free our hope is to earn your business so you can make luckies your landmark for convenience and service now there's a lucky station near you find them online at luckystations.com lucky's station the official convenience store of am 1280 the patriot Pro-Life Across America is celebrating its 30th year of saving babies. That's right. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We began three decades ago, and thanks to our supporters, we now have billboards, radio ads, and Internet ads across the country. So what have we learned in these 30 years? No woman wants an abortion. Most feel panic, pressure, and alone. Our hotline receives an average of 200 to 250 calls a month. We connect callers with free, confidential, and life-affirming assistance. Please help continue this legacy of support or post-abortion assistance. Visit us at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Or to donate today, simply press pound 250 on your cell phone and say the key words, pro-life, pro-life across America, non-political and totally educational. Your old heating and cooling system could be costing you money. BOGO, BOGO, BOGO. Buy a high-efficiency furnace and get an air conditioner for free. That's right, free. Plus 18 months no interest and no payments for qualified buyers. Hurry, this offer expires October 15th. See GoBlueOx.com for details. Blue Ox Heating and Air. Legendary service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care. You shook my nerves and you rattled my brain Too much love drives a man insane You broke my wheel, but what a thrill Couldn't it great ball Welcome back, AM 12 to the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network One final segment with our guest Tom Ryder, former Twin City sportscaster with KSTP-TV And Care 11 Talking about uh, the memoirs that he has detailed in his latest book, his first book, uh, The Hummelsheim Kid. Again, go to Studio Z7, that's Studio Z, the number 7.com, to find out more information about it. And I've also linked to it at bradcarlson.org if you want to find out more about it and how you can purchase it. Uh, we're talking a lot about Tom's time here in the Twin Cities, obviously. And uh, we're talking specifically about your lawsuit, your age discrimination suit. You filed against CARE 11 when your contract was not renewed in 1991. Now, I followed that story a little bit, and what really stood out to me was testimony that Janet Mason was giving. She was the news director who unceremoniously dumped you from the station. And I remember uh, Janet Mason is of Asian descent. And I remember one piece of testimony she gave. She says, discrimination? 
I'm not capable of discriminating against him, anybody. <laughs> I'm a minority. That was her testimony. Yeah, I, I remember that line of testimony. I was like, what? Hey, will you hear this? The, the general manager, Linda Rios Brook, gets on the witness <clears throat> stand in a federal trial, and she's, she listed reasons why they're going to let me go. Never mentioned that I was 54. That played a role in it. <clears throat> she said, and another reason we're letting Mr. Ryder go is that Sid Hartman doesn't like him. <laughs> can you believe that? The, the jury Sadly, started I can. laughing. Yes, yes. They started laughing. Yeah, I, 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 Sid, I've got my take on Sid is yeah. I, I honestly have a little sympathy for the guy because he's 99. He still needs the adoration, the he adulation. Does. He does. Needs to buddy up to the pole ads to get a statue built in downtown Minneapolis. He, he needs it. I don't understand why. He's in, I don't know how many Hall of Fames, but he still needs people bowing at the altar of Hartman. He used to walk into our shots when we were doing interviews at, oh, sure. be the twins or whatever. And uh, he would always walk into our shots. And Ralph John Fritz of Channel 4, great Remember friend, RJ? God rest yep. his soul, mm-hmm. he walked in front of a live shot with J- Ralph John. And Ralph John stopped the interview and he grabbed Sid and he was going to punch him. If you do that again, I'm going to knock you on your butt. Wow. You know, and uh, but uh, yeah, he, uh, I can't explain it. He's he's uh, egotist, but I do salute him for 99 years. He's still mumbling and stumbling. Oh, but yeah. he's still out there trying to do the job. But I'll give him credit for that. Hey, four to five bylines per week for 75 years. I, yeah. you know, yeah, which most of it he doesn't write anymore. Well, I, I get that, but still, the fact that he's he's yeah, that that it is very impressive. And uh, like I say, I I just. Uh, I feel for a guy that still feels the need to do that. And you know what's funny? Uh, Bobby Knight, of course, one of his close personal friends. Yeah. And when Bob Knight was retiring from coaching basketball with Texas Tech 2008, he said, Sid, I'm going to retire, but I'm not going to announce it publicly for a couple of days. I want to give you the scoop. You write it. He's okay. Yeah. And he forgot. He forgot to write it. He didn't write the scoop yeah, that well, Bobby Knight was retiring. You know, that, there's another one of my stories that I broke. When the the great Jim Finks was the general manager of the Vikings, Remember he built Jim? that team. Mm-hmm. He brought in Bud Grant, whatever. He built that team. Uh, I got to know Jim pretty well, and you could ask him anything. He was from Salem, Illinois. I did a lot of high school sports in, in Illinois when I worked for WIBV Radio, and I did games out of Salem. He really liked that, that I knew where his hometown was. But when he decided to leave the Vikings because they wouldn't give him an ownership uh, role in the team, he called me, and I had an exclusive interview at, again, the Holiday Inn in Bloomington. As that was one of the great honors I was, but I love breaking stories. That was just it was a rush for me. Oh yeah, I could certainly see that, and and you obviously have alluded to that's that's what it took getting on the phones, despite uh, maybe have some colleagues ratting you out about being on the phone. But tell that's you, what it took. Tell you a yeah. story about Bobby Knight, told to me by Bill Musselman. They played high school football against each other and basketball. It's a windy night. Uh, Bobby's uh, playing for wherever uh, Smucker's jellies are made, Orville. Orville, Ohio. Okay. Bill's playing for Ashland, Ohio. It's a windy night. Knight drops back to punt. The punt goes behind him and lands behind him. Oh, my gosh. Bobby, Bill Musselman runs out. Now, Bill told me the story. Mm-hmm. He says, hey, Bobby, nice punt. Oh, boy. And they didn't speak for years. In fact, Bobby walked out on me. That's so unlike uh, Bob Knight to hold a grudge. Wow. Oh, okay. Well, but I, I, I covered him in the 1984 Olympics, <laughs> and he got to like me when I called him the general patent of basketball. Okay. Coaches. I can see how that works. But yeah. he, uh, he walked out of a live shot with me when I brought up Bill Musselman. But when Bill was dying, who came to visit him? Bobby Bob Knight. Knight. God bless him. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that that's a that's the kind of thing, you know, 
because he gives off of this very rough and uh, acerbic exterior. But I've heard stories about that where he does things where nobody knows about and he goes behind the scenes. It doesn't excuse his behavior, some of the things he doesn't says, certainly, but yeah. what he does behind the scenes. You know, I was at the 1961 NCAA championship game in Kansas City. Ohio State against Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. And Bobby was like the seventh or eighth guy on the Ohio State team. So that's when he. Was that the Havlicek team? Yeah, Havlicek, Mm -hmm. right. They had a a great team, but they were upset by Cincinnati. Mm. It was was quite a night. But I've always admired Bobby Knight. You know, so yeah, he can be uh, rough. And and we, I mean, really, we should have had him here, but it didn't work out. We should have had John Wooden here, but only a big snowstorm prevented him from coming in and interviewing for the job. Wow, just th- think of how how things would have been uh, different here at yeah, Minnesota well, Sports. We we talk about our curses. Uh, think how uh, the uh, abundant blessings that could have happened. Well, again, we only have a minute with our guest, uh, Tom Ryder. Um, Tom, it's been an honor to talk to you, sir. Like I say, you've been a part of my uh, uh, childhood's uh, highlight reel, if you will, because I was a consumer of news as a as a younger person. Remember your time? I can KSTB tell that you know your stuff. Care eleven, yeah. And uh, thanks for not standing me up on like Fran Tarkenton. Uh, you know, he was part of my childhood too, and uh, stood me up for an interview. I can't. Well, you know, that's it. not like him, though. I know that. There had can to you get him on reason. the phone, Tom Ryder? Do we know? Uh, well, you sure could have gotten him on the phone, but he was. But always... could you get him on the phone? I'd me? Like to... <laughs> I think he'd take my call. Yeah, he wrote uh, a nice thing. Uh, in we his might book. have to talk. Yeah. So. Well, again, Tom, in all seriousness, it's it's been an honor to chat with you, and thanks for, like I say, we could have gone another hour, because a lot of fascinating things you have seen and heard and done over your life. Again, the book is called The Hummelsheim Kid. Go to StudioZ7.com, that's StudioZ, the number 7.com, to find out more information and purchase self-copy. Appreciate the time, Tom. Uh, you're you know, you're welcome to come out anytime. I'm honored to, to be here, and you know your stuff. Yeah, thank you for being very fair. I appreciate it. Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Skull Vikings. And have a blessed week. Into the world. Closing time. Turn all of. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts BAG11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BAG11 to 88988. That's BAG11 to 88988. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple steps. Touch the West 
Eastern Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher on the Stand with Israel Tour, December 2nd to the 11th. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. Are you ready to make some improvements to your home? Maybe plush new carpeting or beautiful wood flooring? How about worry-free, waterproof, luxury vinyl plank flooring in your bathroom or basement? They even have a huge variety of affordable kitchen cabinets and countertops to choose from. When you're ready to start looking, Serenity Home Interiors can help. With their spacious 4,000-square-foot Burnsville showroom, they have thousands of combinations to match your dreams and your budget. Plus, the friendly professionals at Serenity Home Interiors are here to help you every step of the way. Serenity was founded on providing you with name brands you can trust, service you deserve, and pricing you can afford. So whether you need full-service interior design, a new floor installed, or you're a do-it-yourselfer and just want to purchase what you need at a great price, Serenity Home Interiors has you covered. Call today for a free no-pressure, no-obligation in-home consultation and estimate at 952-303-4033 or visit shi-mn.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.